Hi guys, and welcome back to Sweat Thrive Glow. My name is Katie Barbieri. I am the host of this podcast and the face and voice behind the blog and brand, Pilates Blonde. I also own the studio by TPB and the studio online. Happy 2021. It is the first Monday of the new year. And let me tell you, I love a new beginning. Don't let anyone shy away tell you that New Year's resolutions are stupid because no goal is stupid and any time can be a fresh start. Listen, a Monday can be a fresh start. A morning can be a fresh start. A new pair of Align pants from Lululemon can be a fresh start. No pilling on the inner thighs to start the new year. How are you? Today, we are talking about something to set you up for success in 2021, and that is time management and building some discipline, honey. Time is one of my favorite things to talk about because it is one thing in life that is a completely even playing field. You and I and Bill Gates and Oprah and Beyonce all have the same amount of hours in a day. None of us are special. Not one of us are special when it comes to time, okay? And an excuse that sometimes pops up when I bring this up with clients is, well, they have staff. Well, here's the deal. Staff is earned, right? There's no way that they weren't using their time effectively, that really successful people weren't waking up early, going to bed late, putting in the man hours, putting in the work to be able to afford staff because staff is a luxury. Therefore, their time management got even better because now they could delegate, which means more money, more time, more staff, then you build an empire. Okay? Yes, we are calling out the excuses right in the middle here, honey. Um, Let's talk about your time. Let's say that you work a nine to five. Let's say you have an eight hour work day. Let's say that you are completely focused those complete eight hours during your lunch break you're working, you spend eight hours unavailable towards your goals. Let's be generous and say you have a two hour commute. I feel as though in 2021, that's probably rare. Um, A lot of you are probably working from home in your Santa jammies like I am right now. Um, And maybe you spend an entire eight hours sleeping. So out of 24 hours, eight hours are working, eight hours are sleeping, two hours are on a commute. And again, that's being super duper generous, right? What does that leave you with? Six whole hours a day. Six hours times five days a week is 30 hours. You guys, that's essentially another full-time job, right? You have time. I just found it for you. Okay. So let's take those 30 hours a week and let's talk about your weekend time. Say you spend 16 hours on the weekend sleeping. That still gives you 32 hours of waking time. The amount of free time that you potentially have in the week, and again, do the math for your own schedule, is potentially 62 hours of time each week, which honestly, I can guarantee you, you probably have more time than that. That being said, what does 62 hours in a week equal? That equals 134 days a year, which is about four and a half months. So if you are trying to tell me that you don't have time, I guarantee you I just found some. And we'll talk about where you can find pieces of time where you can be gaining value 
and working towards your goals. And that goes into time management and discipline. But I just wanted to show you with math, with numbers, with facts that I guarantee you that you have more time than you think, right? Moral of the story, you've got time, sister. But here's what we have to look at. Where are you you wasting time? I'm going to share with you where I'm wasting time, right? I now have a two-hour commute when I'm in the office. I have spent plenty of time listening to the radio, listening to music. I don't need to listen to the new Taylor Swift album one more fucking time. I already know the words. The words aren't changing, okay? Listen to a podcast. Uh, Ed Milet, Andy Frisella, uh, Skinny Confidential, him and her. Um, I really love the bitch Bible when I just like need to chill out and laugh a little bit. Um, Get some value out of your commute, okay? Mindless scrolling. I'm going to call myself out. I am a mindless scroller multiple times a day. Actually, every single time I sit down, it's almost like a reflex, almost like a comfort item. A baby has a binky. I have Instagram mindless scrolling. And it wasn't until my husband brought it to my attention. He was like, Hey, have you realized that every single time you sit down, you pick up your phone? Like, I think you spend more time on Instagram than you realize. And I know that it's important to you that the baby doesn't see you scrolling on your phone. So I just wanted to bring this to your attention. And I was like, Holy shit, he's not wrong. So what did I do? I turned off my notifications. If I don't know that something's happening on Instagram, I'm less likely to pick it up. And that has been a life saving moment for me. Turn off your notifications for social media. Nothing, nothing is that important. And if something was that important, um, they would have your phone number and they would pick up the phone and call you. Turn off your notifications. Uh, Are you wasting time on Netflix? The average person watches five hours of TV a day. Take it down to an hour. There you have four more hours. Again, listen to a podcast or an audiobook. Fill your time with value. If you are washing the dishes after you meal prep or make dinner, you should be listening to a podcast, not the band Camino. Okay? Okay. How efficient are you? Do you use your time efficiently? Are you doing laundry, meal prepping, and cleaning all at the same time? while listening to a podcast. There is so much value in that, right? You can throw some food in the oven or in the crock pot while you throw laundry in the washing machine and are running the vacuum or wiping down the counters or emptying the dishwasher. You have the time. I promise you, you have the time. Excuses that come up. I have kids. I have a husband. I work two jobs. Listen, I get it. I understand busy to the depths of my soul. So when a lot of you started following me, I was living in my apartment. I was a nanny full time. I was teaching. Um, and the family that I worked for, the mom was a physician and she worked in the city, which was about an hour away from their house. And she worked 12 hour days. So if she was working a 12 hour day with a one hour commute each way minimum, that's a 14 hour work day for me right? And I did all of their laundry and their grocery shopping and all of their meal prep, right? But I still had to make time for mine and I still had to make time for my fitness goals. I had the time. I just had to be super duper efficient with it. I was teaching 10 hours a week. Um, I was still making time to prep my food and do all of the things. I promise you, if you can make time, I guarantee you, you can make time. You can use your time more efficiently, Um, downtime and breaks 
are necessary, but you don't need as much downtime as you think. I promise. Okay, so let's talk about some things that we can even the playing field with, right? 4, 5 a.m., 8, 9 o'clock at night. These are periods of time where people tend to shut down, where you can get ahead, right? Just because Sally from high school is winding down at 5 p.m. doesn't mean you need to wind down at 5 p.m. If I'm being honest, right now in the phase of life that I'm at, I usually work from 7 o'clock in the morning until about 8 p.m., and I take about a one-hour break in the middle of my day. That's not going to be the case when I have a newborn, and I'm fully aware of that. Um, but I'm using my time wisely now and seeing just how much I can get done in two hours. Because if the baby's sleeping for two hours, I need to take advantage of that time. What is that going to look like when I am responsible for a small human? Um, I need to manage my time now super duper efficiently and see how much I can get done in the shortest amount of time, because I don't know what my time management is going to look like. I don't know what kind of sleeper she's going to be. I don't know what kind of temperament she's going to have. So I need to prepare myself now and be super duper efficient and super duper disciplined in my lifestyle and get as much work done as I possibly can before an inevitable distraction comes into my life, right? It doesn't matter what Susie from high school is doing. You don't need to check in on her life every five minutes. Time management, uh, manage your social media, manage your entertainment time, um, cut it down to one hour of TV a day. I have picked like seven-ish Instagram accounts that I will check in the morning um, that help me with my mindset, that provide some sort of entertaining entertainment, that provide some sort of value to me in the morning. Um, and then I don't mindlessly scroll until at nighttime when I'm clocked out. Uh, and that has been really, really helpful for me. Again, turning off your notifications is a game changer. What are you doing with your time? It is so important to be aware because effective time management means that you're efficient and self-disciplined. Let's talk about discipline for a second. What does making excuses do for you? When you hit your snooze button, when you skip the gym, when you hit the drive through what does that excuse do for you? Truthfully. And what do you gain from not going after your goals? Discipline is 100% mindset. If you aren't willing to be consistent or put in a long day or fail, how badly do you want your goal? How important is it to you? Whether it's fitness or nutrition or building a business or getting a degree or your relationship, if it's important, you will put in the time and discipline will be pretty much effortless, to be honest with you, if it's something that you genuinely want, if you have a big enough why, right? If you really wanted something, you would find the time, you would dedicate the energy, you would be disciplined for it. One of my biggest fears in life is wasting my potential. I don't want a what if 60 years from now. And honestly, a lot of my discipline started and stemmed from fear. I have this fear, and I don't even remember which influencer said it or a podcast that I was listening to. I think it was Ed Milet, and he said that if he got to the end of his life and God played him out different scenarios of if he just worked harder, if he just went after that goal, if he just took that opportunity, if he just tried a little bit more, even if he failed, if he loved a little bit deeper, what his potential could be like. 
And I was like, oh shit, if I'm not living up to my potential, I think that that would be the hardest form of failure. If I didn't try, if I didn't give maximum effort, if I didn't fail, um, I think that that would be the hardest pill to swallow. And I don't ever want those what ifs. Um, It's a huge motivator for me. Again, what if I worked harder or loved deeper or gave more? Of course, there needs to be balance. Of course, you need an hour or two a day to shut down. Um, Maybe you don't take those times during the week and you take an entire day off. That's my MO. Um, I try not to have too, too much downtime during the week. Um, But on Sunday, I like to be completely and totally clocked out, uh, not checking my phone. We do Sunday dinner with my family. That is going to be a dedicated day just to family and relaxation. Um, So managing my time so that I can take Sunday off. Uh, I didn't do that effectively this week, and I had a lot of work that rolled over to yesterday. And I ended up working from 9 until 1 p.m. When if I was a little bit more efficient, um, a little bit more effective, if I planned for setbacks a little bit better, I probably could have taken the entire day off. But I didn't. So that's on me. Right. Discipline comes from a desire to be better and to do more. When the why is bigger, if it's big, if it is something that you truly want out of life, excuses don't come up. Honestly, discipline is effortless when the why is big enough. When I first started my fitness journey, the why wasn't because I wanted to be super duper fit or I wanted six pack abs or I wanted to be like so hot. No, it came from, holy shit, I've been sick in bed for seven years. I was blind in my left eye. Um, I had an allergic reaction to a medication that caught that caused the frontal lobe of my brain to shut down. And I had to essentially be a stay-at-home daughter for a year until I got myself healthy. My why wasn't I wanted to look cute on Instagram. My why was I'm physically able to get out of bed. I'm physically able to do this today. I don't know if I'm going to be physically able to do it tomorrow. So I'm going to get it done, right? Tomorrow isn't promised, so I'm going to work on it today. And that was 100% my motivation and my mindset. And that has carried over um, and still sits with me every day. The fact that I'm able to get out of bed in the morning is reason enough for me to go after it. And I think that when your health is compromised, it makes your why so much easier. Um, But my excuses didn't exist because the goal was that important. Um, Ask yourself what happens if you don't dedicate the time and energy. What happens if you don't go after your goal? What does your life look like? Can you be happy if you don't accomplish that goal? And if you can, and if you are happy without it, do you really need it? I used to think that because of where I lived and the people that I was surrounded with and not the people, but like the atmosphere, I guess, um, that I needed to have a mansion on the main line. If you're from Philly, you know what that means. Um, I needed a Range Rover and two sons who were named Grayson and Jackson who play lacrosse, right? That's what I deemed as successful, a huge house. Let me tell you, I don't want a fucking huge house. Mike will be like, we'll be driving and he'll be like, oh, that house is nice. I was like, I don't want it. It's too big. I'm not cleaning that. I'm not managing that. I'm not having my keys lost and like, I don't want it. I want a cozy house. I want a nice home, but I don't need extravagance. 
And that was something that I think took time and really learning who I am as a person. Like, I don't need the big house. I don't want the flashy car. I'd rather have our current house paid off and not be in debt. Like, I'd rather have that, you know? I'd rather not have a mortgage payment, right? What is really important to you? What would your life be like if you never achieved your goals? What makes you jump out of bed in the morning? I want you guys to be excited to get out of bed in the morning. I want you to be excited to go to the gym or even make your coffee. Listen, I am not the girl who gets out of bed for a hot lemon water. Miss me with the hot lemon water in the morning. That is not my vibe. That is not my scene. You can get me out of bed with a collagen coffee for sure. Daily stoic on the couch with a cozy blankie. That is why I get out of bed in the morning. Not a hot lemon water. Miss me with that. Um, I'm more willing to get out of bed in the morning, to jump out of bed in the morning if I have a client that I'm excited to see. Um, Those are the things that get me out of bed in the morning. Not the hashtag influencer lemon water and like meditation. Like, no, no, no. I need my coffee. I like a daily stoic. I like a podcast. I like an Instagram scroll underneath a cozy blankie. Miss me with the other stuff. Figure out what actually drives you. What is your motivating force? Um, For me, it's not realizing my potential would be my biggest fear. If I didn't give enough effort, if I didn't impact enough lives, if I didn't make a big enough difference, that would keep me up at night. So doing the things that actually that you actually want will allow you to be disciplined. I promise. Um, Remember that you have more time in the day than you think. Um, Take inventory of your schedule. Take inventory of what you're doing with your time. Um, How many hours are you actually working? What's your commute time like? How much time are you spending on Netflix? How much time are you spending on your phone? Um, Find where you have gaps in your day and fill them with something productive, right? Figure out if your goals are truly what you want, because I swear when you are living authentically, your goals don't feel like work. Um, Discipline exists naturally because it's something that you truly, truly want. So take a look at those 2021 goals, maybe even those 2025 goals. Make sure that it's things that are true to you and that you really, really want Discipline will come naturally. Take a look at where you have gaps in your schedule, um, where you can be a little bit more efficient, where you could work a little bit harder. All right, guys. Happy Monday. I love you so much. Make good choices. Look both ways. Love you the dang most. Bye, guys.